0: Hello there and welcome back to another episode of Fact, Fiction or Bullshit. Or for all my new listeners out there, the FFB Podcast for short. Hi, my name is PJ and every episode we will delve into the unknown to get history, the facts, the theories and conspiracies then ultimately decide Fact, Fiction or Bullshit. We all have things we're scared of, right? Whether it be spiders, heights, the dark. But then we have a second sort of scared. Things that you should not be scared of, but are. You know, the sort of things like clowns, ghosts, mysterious noises, that sort of thing. However, you know that a bit of logical thinking and staying away from clowns and you're safe. However, what if I said the thing you were scared of the most was a gift, a gift given to you as a child. We've heard of haunted dolls before, and as you ladies, gents and people are aware, I covered the Annabelle case a while back. However, this case caught my eye. Caught my eye as this doll is meant to be the most fearful doll on the planet. This doll makes Chucky from Child's Play look soft. And it's said that if you don't follow the rules and you cross him, your life will never be the same again. So join me as I ask the questions. Is Robert the Doll the most scariest doll out there? And could there be any truth to this doll being truly haunted? Or is this just another money making project? So, before we get onto the backstory and the things that have happened, I just want to let you, ladies, gents, and people know what he looks like. I've seen various photos and videos, and I've heard a few things about him too. He's about three foot tall, which for a Toy doll is quite a size, he wears a sailor's costume, he has two buttons for his eyes, his skin is imperfect, his face is covered in nicks, chips and holes, with a small almost non-existent nose. He also has a stuffed toy of his own, a wide-eyed plush puppy. This for me ladies, gents and people makes him look even more scary. I do not know what they were thinking of back in the day giving children's toys like this. I'm looking at this doll and thinking, I could never have anything like this in my house. I'd be scared all the time. And that, ladies, gents and people, is even without knowing the backstory of this doll. For me, it's a no all day long. But then I think about it another way. Sometimes as children, There might come a time that you're not that popular kid. You don't have no friends. You spend most of the time on your own. So to receive a doll like this might like be receiving a new best friend. And if that's the case, you really don't care what it looks like. So I'll start at the beginning. And even from the off, it's very strange. Almost like it was set up. You will see what I mean when I get a bit further into the podcast. There are two claims on who gifted the doll. Some say it was a servant of the family who cursed it and then gifted the doll to the child. But it's the next one for me. This is the one I think sounds more credible. And that's the one I'm going to go with. However, ladies, gents and people, please do not forget about that servant. It's 1904 and Robert Eugene Otto was gifted the doll by his grandfather who had just returned from Germany. The doll was made by the Steph Company, and this was the company who designed the very first teddy bear. To be honest, ladies, gents and people, I know what one I've wanted to receive. This, for me, is where it gets creepy, and like I said earlier, set up. Robert was not even meant to be a doll or a toy. He was designed as a clown in a window
1: display with others. It's that clown word again. This just gets creepier and scarier by the minute. It just
0: seemed like it was destiny for these two to meet. How did he get his name too, as well? Well, the name was actually given to him by the boy Roger himself. He'd done this as he was very rarely ever called this. His family normally called him by his middle name. And it was even rumored
1: that the sailor outfit that Robert the Doll wore was actually the boy's. That he'd had when he was younger. I've got another one. This is only rumour and I read it. And
0: if this is true just pushes his whole story into a different realm.
1: It's even said that Roger the hair was actually that of Eugene's. Now if that's real, wow. Also ladies, gents and people, I am actually going to
0: start referring to him now as Eugene as not to get confused between the two. As you know, there were two claims on about who gifted this doll. And this is for me is where the two connect. The Ottos lived in a large mansion. One day a maid was caught using voodoo. She was quickly fired. But before she left, she cursed a doll and gave it back to Eugene. Like I said, I researched a lot of stories about this doll and how it all became. I don't know which one is true, but for me that doesn't matter. Because what he became was more petrifying than anyone could ever have imagined. Eugene was given the doll at age 8. And in the beginning, it all looked so innocent like any other childhood friendship between a boy and his toy. I mean, he took this doll everywhere. Ladies, gentlemen, people, we've all had toys like that in our lives. The one toy you can just not bear to be without. Eugene was often seen whispering to Robert, which is not unusual. I had done the same thing when I was younger with my Bingo the Bear teddy. However, this was not Bingo the Bear. It started to get strange when the parents heard the doll answer, answer back to Eugene, but not in a child's voice, but in a deep manly voice. As Eugene got older, the doll seemed to gain more of a hold over him. On an almost nightly basis, noises could be heard coming from the child's bedroom. Upon investigation by the parents, they found that furniture had been overturned, his toys ripped to pieces, and young Eugene huddled on his bed petrified. When asked what happened, he only ever had one response. Robert did it. Servants arrived, then quickly quit after hearing the stories of Robert moving. And this is when the aunt had had enough. She banished Roger to the attic. And on the same day she died. Coincidence or not, I don't know. Even though now in the attic, the family could hear footsteps throughout the house. They can hear, even hear him giggle throughout the night. If that's not enough to scare you, I don't know what is. As with many things paranormal, normally this sort of thing only happens when you're a child, and once you become an adult, it just tends to stop. I mean, just look at instances of various poltergeists. They only go after the young, and as soon as the young get a little bit older, it just tends to stop. But for Eugene, it didn't It stuck with him throughout his adult life. Despite his obvious fear of the doll, Eugene kept it and propped him up against the window in his house. School children and almost anyone else walking past the property would say they often saw the doll disappear from sight and then reappear right in front of their eyes. It was said that people who lived in the town actively avoided the house as so not to see Roger But there was another person who hated this doll more, and that was Roger's now wife. And she had done what the aunt had done back in the day and banished him to the attic. Luckily for her, she did not suffer the same fate. But Roger placed his demands on Eugene yet again. He requested the turret room of the house because he wanted a room with a view of the street. Eugene then spent all of his time in the turret room with Robert, painting and talking to his friend until his death in 1974. But don't think that this is the end though, because it's truly not. After his death, the house was bought by Myrtle Reuter, and I don't know whether she found the doll there accidentally because Eugene's wife just left it. If that was the case, you couldn't blame her. I did hear a, 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 another story that the doll was left in the attic deliberately. Some people say she didn't mean to leave it there. But whatever happened, this doll was still in the house. Here's where it gets creepy. Merle Rooter actually liked the doll and she kept it. And she actually confirms many of Eugene's stories. She said that he would often disappear and reappear at will. He would move places. When visitors come over to her house and discuss Eugene, you could see the doll's face change expression. I mean, this doll was still creeping people out nearly 70 years later. In 1994, Myrtle donated Robert the doll to the Fort East Martello Museum in Florida, where he still resides to this day. And don't think because this doll is in a museum he's going into retirement either. His ways have not changed. Staff at the museum say that he's been found in different positions in his glass cabinet. That footsteps have been heard around the museum at night. And that his expression can change from neutral to nasty in the blink of an eye. Ladies, gents and people I think That's the thing that scares me the most about this doll. That it can change his expressions. And that for me is proper creeping me out at the moment. You can still visit this doll at the museum. However, I don't advise it. He has his own Facebook page. If you do, however, go and see him, you're given advice on how to approach him. You have to speak to him in a polite way. And you need to ask his permission to have a photo taken. You must all be thinking, this can't be true, this can't be real. But then you see the thousands of letters that the museum has. From people apologising to the doll for their behaviour. They're asking for forgiveness. They're asking to stop the curse he's placed on them. I found one of those letters which I'm going to read now. It's truly chilling. Sorry, I did not ask out loud to take your photo. Since then, my husband has lost a diamond out of his ring. I tore my rotator cuff. My daughter's wedding was canceled and all this happened before I returned home. Please stop the curse, I'm truly sorry. Life is hard enough.
1: Now onto my conclusion. And it's where I ask those questions. First question I'm going to ask. Is this a money-making scheme? Fact, fiction or bullshit? It's a full-on fact for me. You can visit him
0: at a museum. You can do a ghost tour sort of thing in his room at night. He has his own Facebook page where you can buy his merchandise. So for me, it's definitely a
1: money-making scheme. Now, on to the next question. Is this the scariest doll on the planet? Fact, fiction or bullshit? That for me ladies, gents and people is a fact all day long. And then, is this doll really haunted? Fact, fiction or bullshit? I'm going to surprise you all here. Normally. I would call this bullshit all day long. But for me, this is different. For me, this is haunting at its worst. This episode scared the living hell out of me. I'm going
0: to have to call this fact. The simple fact that so many people have experienced his
1: wrath. And because so many people have experienced it, it's very worrying if you ask me. He's got to look at all the apology, apology letters he's received. Like I said earlier, I'm talking thousands here. And he's from all the people that have visited him. And have disrespected him. And these letters are all begging for forgiveness. That really does scare the crap out of me. If it was only a handful of letters, I'd call coincidence and call it bullshit. But there's just been too many witnesses
0: who have seen what this this doll can do. Do you know what I mean? I watched a, a, a
1: documentary about this as well. I forget who it was, but they actually interviewed the curator of the museum. He said that the primary spirit within the doll is that of a child. However, this is also a portal into another realm, another
0: realm where various other demons and entities are there, if you know what I
1: mean. Then when the child gets upset, this is when they come through. How true that is, I don't know. Would I want to stay in that
0: that museum at night time with just me and that doll? No. Would I advise
1: anybody else to do it? No. Is this the most scariest doll that I've ever seen in my entire life? Yes. Wow. What an episode. I don't think I'm going to be sleeping for
0: the next few nights. That was some really, truly and utterly terrifying stuff. Something different yet again, ladies, gents and people. I keep saying this every week. The love I'm getting is amazing. Thank you so much. If you could follow the Spotify channel, that'd be amazing in itself. If you like the podcast, share the podcast. There's someone out there that hasn't listened to this. And they, they might only like UFOs. I've got plenty of that. They might like poltergeists and ghosts. I've got plenty of that. They might like cryptids. I've got plenty of that. They might, they might like true crime. I've got a few bits like that, but there is more to come. Like I said, if you like the podcast, share the podcast. Ladies, gents and people, it has been an absolute pleasure again. Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.